Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Welcome to Doula Tips and Tits. This podcast is a place where we answer one question about doula work, both to support you and to help you support your clients. I'm Kaylee Harad. I've been supporting families in this perinatal space since my oldest was born 12, nearly 13 years ago. I am a birth and postpartum doula, childbirth educator, La Leche League leader, and a doula coach. I love guiding and supporting doulas as they work out their doula business. It is a tremendous joy to be trusted in this way. Thank you for joining us on this journey. I cannot believe that the day that this episode comes out is the last week of June 2023. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like the year of 2023 is flying by. And maybe that just makes me old that I think that. And every year I'm like, oh, it's already June. But seriously, y'all, it's almost July. That's just, I don't know how to feel about it. So that is not what our episode is about today. Welcome to this last week of June, 2023. Um, We are going to start into a super exciting series in July that I've kind of hinted at here and there. I'm super, super excited about it because I love having guests on the podcast and this series is full of guests. So the guest list for this series is long and exciting because they're all different sorts of providers who I personally refer to or the types of providers that I want doulas to be able and ready and willing to refer to. So today the question is, how do we build a good referral relationship? Now, I want to kind of dive into this a little bit in part because I talk a lot about the referral relationship for um, clients and for like building relationships so that you are referred to, etc. But I think it's equally important to, to have a relationship with folks so that you can send quality referrals to your clients. Because the reality is that in pregnancy, in birth, in postpartum, There's a lot happening and it's a lot of work to find a provider that's a good quality provider. Now, it's possible that you're listening to this episode from a more remote location, not like DC, where you don't have hundreds of people to choose from in some of these professions, right? So like massage therapy options are vast in DC, right? And so part of what we want to do here in a city like DC or you know, Chicago, New York, like bigger cities, San Francisco, you know, is have a referral network 
in order that our clients don't have to do the work of kind of weeding through everybody to try to find someone who's actually good and high quality, right? Or who's like comes highly recommended or is a provider who is like a small business owner, right? Like things that matter in terms of sustainability and equity and things like that. So I want you to think about that in terms of curating a list that is um, helpful to your clients to not have to Google and search through things. And also, I think it's really important to know who other doulas trust and why they trust them. And, and the reason I say that is that there is inequity in all arenas, right? And so um, one thing that you want to be really cautious of as a doula is that you're not just referring to people based on nothing, right? Like if I send a link to my clients that is, you know, a random, I'm trying to think of a referral that I don't always have. Well, let's say my massage therapy referrals are too far from them. And so I'm just like literally Googling massage therapists near wherever my client lives. And then I'm looking at reviews for them. So I might say, hey, this person looks like they come really highly recommended. I don't personally know them. I don't personally know anyone who knows them. So I'm sort of giving them the sense that like, this isn't someone I know and trust. It's someone that I found for you on Google, right? Like I literally looked them up online. Now I did a little bit of that work for you, but it's not like someone I've personally been to or my clients really love or anything like that. On the other hand, when I do have a referral that's like, I've had a dozen clients take this class and they really love this class. Or I have like four or five people who see this therapist and they really love her. Or, you know, I personally get massages from this massage therapist and they are amazing. Those kinds of referrals are very beneficial to both the professional that you're referring to, but also for your clients to, to know that they can trust the quality of person that you're sending them to. That means you don't want to just randomly Google someone and be like, oh, I highly recommend this random massage therapist and then have your clients have a terrible experience there and then be like, why do you recommend them? You know, so I want you to be cautious about it. Um, but if you're just starting out, then it's possible that you might be listening to this and thinking like, this is a little overwhelming, Kaylee, because I don't know where to start, right? Like I, I don't have a referral network like this. And I would say a big Thing to start researching is folks that do come pretty highly recommended. I, one of my business um, pillars, one of my business like core beliefs is equity and helping to actively work against inequity. So I really specifically look for providers of color and I look for small businesses. I look for providers that are in marginalized communities um, so that I can refer two businesses that continue the work of equity, right? Um, that's my own personal part of my business pillar. And so that's a part of my business that comes into the referral process for me. Um, but that also means I'm really intentional about who I'm building relationships with and where I'm looking for referrals when I'm starting out to make sure that I'm not just curating a list of other white people or other businesses that are really um, successful or like franchises, like those sorts of places I, I do sometimes refer to, right? And I'm not avoiding referring to people who aren't people of color, but obviously I also 
want to be very intentional about that piece of it. So for me, that's very important. If you're someone who serves primarily folks who speak a particular language and it's, you know, maybe a less common language in the, the place that you live, then you maybe want to do some digging into referrals who also of providers who also speak that language so that you can kind of curate a list that's like, hey, if you're if you're a person who speaks this language and needs this language in a provider, here is a list of people that I've kind of worked to put together so that you don't have to. Okay. So I don't want you to be discouraged if you're listening to this and you're new and you're not sure where to start with a referral list, because I do think that just even starting yourself doing the journey of Googling different things is really important. Now, part of what you're going to get from the July series is what kinds of providers should even be on that list. So kind of stay tuned for that. And then you'll also hear from them directly when and how they want doulas to refer clients to them so that you have some context around it as well. So you can kind of say, oh, that pain that you're having, that's a great thing to go to a physical therapist for, or that's a great thing to get a massage for, or hey, what have you ever thought about chiropractic care? And so um, that's also part of what that series should help you with. Okay, so stay tuned for all that excitement in July. And until then, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Doula Tips and Tits podcast. If you learned something today or had an aha moment, we'd love for you to share that on Instagram and tag us at Haradula so we can celebrate alongside you. If you found this podcast helpful, we would so appreciate you taking a second to leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps other doulas find us as we do this work together. This podcast is intended as educational and entertainment. It is not medical advice or business advice. Please consult your own medical or legal team for your own needs around